Thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show for early and ad-free access to the Sun Ranto Show, including a ton of great perks and our Discord server. Please subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto for as little as a dollar a month. There are free trial memberships available. Patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me tell you again. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Not only should you become a super ranter today, but you should become a chance taker. And hashtag chance in the chat. You can win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and or doom. And, um... So I, I did want to bring up that I had this idea to put the chance on a T-shirt for In the Clutch, and we might have these soon. Check this out. Take a chance. Sure. Yeah, I dig it. I love it. I dig it. And I had this other idea to take this old uh, clipping from Mordecai Brown's uh, career, and it, this is super old, but uh, Brown's twirling hand and has his mangled hand on a shirt. <laughs> it which- absolutely. It looks like. A shocker T-shirt, though. That's that's the only concern. I think I have G needs me to take this off the screen. <laughs> I think I just caused some sort of. I, I, have, I have. He's like, yeah, I, I've been told this before. No thanks. I'm good. good. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be a big seller, but I'm certainly going to wear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm that kind of person, though. So I, I want to go through some notable signings. I did tell you all about Jung-Hoo Lee went to the Giants, uh, Korean so outfielder. Yeah, what do you know about him, IFG? Um, I, you used to watch him play, right? Not, you know, I, of, the, of, all, of the, the Asian leagues, the like KBO is the one that I know the least about, and I'll tell that to anybody. I, I can recommend you some great people on Twitter to follow. Um, but I do know that he was, uh, he was drafted out of high school and he won rookie of the year after spending exactly zero days in the minor league. 
Oh, wow. He debuted with the team, played with the team the entire year. Um, his his signing over here, actually, he has, uh, in his contract, he has the right to refuse any transfer to minor leagues. Um, he just does not want to be a minor league baseball player. Uh, that's his whole thing. He's he's actually kind of KBO royalty. His father, Lee Jung-bom, um, was known as the son of the wind. Uh, so he is known as the grandson of the wind. <laughs> Not nearly as cool as son of the wind. When you said son of the wind, I was like, that's that's a freaking that's badass cool. name. Yeah, yeah, but that was his when dad. The grand there, the grandson like, of the yeah. wind. Uh, yeah. And and he was he was KBO MVP. Um, his dad was KBO MVP. So like it was a whole it's a whole big thing. He's like he's like the. I don't know. So many Asian players coming here now. Oh, I mean, what? I know. It's it it's great for the you know, now you can almost start calling it the World Series for real even though they're gonna keep calling it you know but now it feels like I mean, it it'll it'll be the World Series when the MLB winner faces off against the NPB winner yeah when you play a tournament at the end that would be great I would love to see that everybody's like all the beat World up. Series winner the NBB the Thai Taiwan like get them all together for just like a weekend. Just like a, a travel ball team weekend where they play, you know, three game sets. It'd be great. Yeah. Um, and, and they and they play those three game sets like the little leaguers do, like two in a row. <laughs> like you just play them right on the same day. Double headers. Let's play two. Um, yeah. So I, um, I did so, want to bring up. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just wondering. So, like, I, I have never heard of this guy, and they're bringing them in. What position does he play? Like, he it says outfielder, but does he play center field? So it's um tends to be a little bit more fluid. So uh, in, in KBO, at least as far as I know, like, if you play the outfield, you could be put anywhere based on kind of, like, where they need you that day. Um, but he is, he's a little bit more of a center fielder than, um, than not. Like, I wouldn't expect him to show up and hit a whole bunch of home runs. He's a really fast dude. He's probably going to lead the league in triples. Yeah. It's amazing because, I mean, I don't, I, Danny, did you have what his deal was? Because, I mean, there is a team in it's, Chicago that needs a center fielder. I mean, there's, there's two well, teams. Well, he's, he's already signed to the Giants. He's, he's, I know, but what I'm saying the is the these guys pop up. We weren't yeah. in on it. We weren't and, in on this. We didn't bring in a miss. know about it. Well, and here's somebody else we missed we on. one position open. I heard, the, the, I heard it reported that the Cubs were kind of in on that one. Which oh, would be weird because we don't really need an outfielder unless right. you were planning on I think training. they were just kick, out, kicking the tires, but the name was, yeah. was up there. Yeah. Was it? Okay. I, well, I didn't hear about it, so. It was, was like one guy, but we were connected to everybody just because everybody knows we need stuff, and we thought we'd be aggressive, and we haven't been. Um, rowdy Telez to the Pirates, which you knew. But, I mean, we did kind of need I'm just a- continuing with my favorite strategy of put a big, dumb motherfucker on first base. It's so weird how some of these players are just, like, stuck in the Central Division. Well, like, like, they don't go anywhere. Yeah. They, they play for all the teams. They just... Make their way around. He's been with the Brewers for a while now, but you know he's got some pop. In 2022, he actually hit 35 home runs for them, and he was a monster that year. If you recall, he kind of—I think he hit a couple of big shots against the Cubs. He must have. He's—he's um, a, he's a Cub killer. Like even when he sucks, mm-hmm. he does good against the Cubs. He's a—he's a traditional Cub killer. So I was. Fun. I'm not saying that we should be going and siding Rowdy Telez. 
But hey, man, that was some lefty. That was some lefty pop that plays first base. I'm just saying that you know. I mean, we don't need a guy like that, Danny. You know, I'm just, not, just other guys. Just re- remember that zero guys, by the way, that that play first base zero. Just remember though that that council didn't even want him on the playoff roster, so he, yeah. he's kind of not oh, I really. Guess- I forgot. Yes, we do have we do have a new manager who maybe knows a little bit about Rowdy Tillman. Yeah, so we didn't get him. He's on the Pirates. Maybe but maybe Council knows how to strike his ass out. Um, Chafin is, went to the Tigers. Chafin, that's where Chafin. we saw him, Danny. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, and um, Flaherty, <laughs> Jack Flaherty, yeah. also went to the Tigers. So Tigers making moves. They traded Zach Short to the Mets. I guess is that is that true? Yes. Zach Short from the Compound Podcast. Um, I, th- I think I heard that. Anyway, I think we talked about Candelario to the Reds that last week. Yeah, but, but it, that was finalized. I just in the last few days that's done. And once again, you know, hey, that would have been nice. Maybe we do something there. No, <laughs> we're not doing that have either. We, have we heard anything? Um, I mean, I haven't heard anything in the last I don't know twenty four hours or so, but. Any any movement on the idea of signing Shoei Imanaga? Well, yeah, I want to get to him um, right after we talk about Cubs great Rob Zestrisny, who oh, won goody. the World Series for the Cubs in 2016 single handedly, and won and has a ring. I want um, to say he is the only Cubs of that Theo regime that ended up starting a game, a homegrown talent that they yeah, drafted, really? that Theo drafted. The only thing I remember about Rob Zestrisny is that every time he got called up, he would be with the team for like four or five games, never get in the game and get sent right back down. And, yeah. and I was always like, why the f- why the hell did you even bring him up? So, so just and- so you guys know really quick, Rowdy Tellez played 31 games against the Cubs. He slashed 239, 370, 466 with six home runs and 15 RBIs. I'm so glad he's still in the division. Yeah. And – also, Zach Short got picked up off of waivers. Oh, okay. On the Mets. Okay. So, um, yes, may, maybe he'll be doing a little bit more podcasting if that keeps happening to him. <laughs> so, um, so, I'm still mad to this day that we had Eric Stout right after we traded Zach Short. Damn it. Yeah. I will never stop being bitter. Could have had Short and Stout. Stout. Um, so, <laughs> but deep pot infield. Instead, we I, I guess we're still in on this guy because Yamamoto, we haven't heard about us being in on him for a moment. Um, seems like it's a pipe dream at this point, but maybe we could get Shoto Imanaga, and I put up his stats there, and he's quite a good pitcher too. He's a lefty, so that's kind of yep. cool. Um, the strikeout numbers, I mean, last year uh, – it was 10, 11 per nine, something like that. The walk numbers are super low, under one. <laughs> it, yeah. See, I'm looking at innings pitched, 1. and 4. that's what I'm liking because uh, I'm seeing him get up around the 160 uh, innings pitched a number of times there. But uh, And honestly, IFG, you would know better than me, that's a lot of innings in the – Japanese yeah. league, right? Yeah, he's he's an innings eater. He he's yeah, he threw no hitter last year. Um he's a like a complete game shutout kind of guy. He hit he got his 
thousandth career strikeout, I think in September of this year. I got a little graphic here from a good friend of mine here on Twitter, Gaijin Baseball. Um, and this is just showing some of his stuff. He's known as the throwing philosopher. Uh, he's kind of a, yeah. Ooh, a professor and a philosopher in the I'm same kidding. rotation. Let's what, do it. What a humanities yeah. department he, we'll have. He notably um, has said out loud with his face that uh, he is not considering region of the United States in making his decision. So anybody who's like, he's only going to want to play on the East Coast or on the West Coast because of airports or whatever. No, that's not true. Um, so that's like not something that he's really taking into consideration. He really does want a place that's just going to like fit him well. Uh, he is basically most of the time kind of a low 90s guy. He tops out at about 96. Um, he's stuff and change up and, you know, he gets he gets good numbers of strikeouts for the kind of pitcher that he is. He's got a 2.8 ERA in uh, 2023. He was worth four and a half war. Like he's he's a guy. And you, he's you just made him my favorite option. You yeah, just man. Listening right there. He's a lot of fun. Um, and he's clearly trying to get away from Trevor Bauer because he's just been on the team with him all last <laughs> season. So. But he also started the the final what World Baseball Classic game against USA. He, did he was the winning pitcher? He, he pitched yeah. two innings in that game, um, and he was credited with the win against USA in the in the WBC final. Yeah. Well, and I now, love the idea, all that stuff you were saying about him, uh, but also the lefty. Like, yes. Good lord, we need He's, somebody. I, he Drew had, Smiley doesn't do it for you. <laughs> he had more strikeouts than Yamamoto <laughs> last season. Um, led led NPB in strikeouts last year. He's he's a dude. Yeah, it would be. I mean, they got to do something. They got to replace Stroke because you're not going to go in there with, you know, the one-two punch of uh, who would it be? I guess Steele and Tyone. That's mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's what we're doing. Hendo, Steel, I guess you, Tyone Hendricks. That's Hendricks. That's what we got uh, right now. Smiley, then uh, Wicks. Uh, what are we looking at? Uh, uh, little Wicks, um, Assad, Assad. I mean, yeah, we we could probably. Who? If they really wanted to, I think that they've nasty. got seven guys that they could run out there. If you know, yeah, but for four or five innings, maybe, but not for like eating some innings. Now you got to throw together a bullpen, which they also don't have, and they also didn't sign anybody for. So far. Yeah. now like, you were asking about Yamamoto but, earlier, and this is where I was extremely frustrated, and 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 I had this on the, you know, we were talking about this today, so I have the it right here. But Ken Rosenthal was writing about Yamamoto and. I looked at the article in the Athletic, and basically he's talking about Yamamoto. It's going to be about thirty million AAV on that one, and so he, he continues to write. Only a few teams can play at that financial level, and virtually all of them—the Dodgers, Mets, Yankees, Giants, and Red Sox—are in the mix for a pitcher who won three straight versions of the Japanese Cy Young Award and three straight Pacific League MVPs. And I looked at that and I said, Wait, "What?" No. Three, you know, where the Cubs are not on that list of teams that can play at that financial level. Well, and as I mentioned earlier, I mean, now that we can just defer large chunks of money, any team could get in on any level. 
But as you're talking about this, Michael, as you were talking about that, I keep thinking, like Danny was saying, the Cubs don't need to do it. Literally, we went, Danny and I were there last Friday at Wrigley Field, and people were paying $15 for a bag of a graham cracker, chocolate, and marshmallows. (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ, they're making money hand over fist. Crawley, I agree with you 100%. The Cubs do not need to do that. They don't need to do any sort of weird shenanigans. But, but if that's what it takes to make anything, the Ricketts think it's good, but if that's what it takes to make the Ricketts think it's a good idea, then let's do that. Like I said, Chicago say, Cubs would rather do anything in the entire world than spend money on a baseball player. They would mm-hmm. rather build a billion-dollar Applebee's in the parking lot that nobody can gamble in than pay for a baseball <laughs> player. Okay, look, you know. Applebee's was never their plan. They wanted Cracker Barrel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I really it could be more crackers. of like a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> That's down the street now. Um, so we did have some minor signings. Um, Edwin Escobar, um, he's been in Japan as well. So He was uh, one of Shohei's teammates on the Nippenham Fighters. Well, there it is. It'll be, <laughs> they hang out and play Nintendo in the back of the plane. Yeah. Um, so... But uh, wait, do I have the right guy's numbers up? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I got the wrong. Who, who do I have up? Uh, I might have it missed. I'm going to be so impressed if you get this. No I, you know, Yokohama? I can barely read those fucking numbers with my. Oh, you know what? I think he did play for Yokohama after the after the base stars or after the the fighters. He was on the fighters in 2017. Yeah, but this can't be right because this, this is 21 to 24. Okay, so this is him. All right, so he's on the wrong side. Yeah, of he's going, that's why I yeah, go to the library with the other seniors. Well like right now, so yeah, that's that's him. So I don't have my readers right. on. So this dude, yeah, it is pretty small. So um, get real close to your TV, and um, God, if you have this on your phone right now, my God, your eyes must be bleeding. So. In uh, the foreign league, he's been there for 12 seasons, so he's got a, a lot of experience. Yeah. 327 ERA, so that's pretty decent, and um, looks like eight strikeouts per nine, nine strikeouts per nine, kind of somewhere in there. He was in the majors for only two seasons, and it didn't go that great for him. He had a seven ERA, but that was only in 25 innings pitched. So we have this guy. This is a real guy that's on our team. It's a minor league deal. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Danny, I don't think you have to say it's a minor league deal anymore because everybody should know the Cubs have not signed a major league deal yet. Yeah. Not at all. So any guy that we say that the Cubs have, they're all minor league deals. Ethan Roberts, they brought back on a minor league deal. They cut him and then brought him back. And so, yep. Non-tendered him, and then uh, he became a free agent. So they were like, well, we'll let you come back for less than whatever they were paying him as a minor leaguer already. And, of course, we uh, have to talk about Jorge Alfaro one more time. There he is, <laughs> Jorge Alfaro. He, I guess he, he was does, a prospect. He does look fucking what? fun. Yeah, he looks fun. I mean – and hey, you know what? Build He's us a fun, fun team. He looks like Aquaman. Like he has a I lot of pop. He, can he have has a hit. no no play discipline. Um, he is Ooh, has a really like good that. arm, really good arm behind the plate, and one of the worst blockers in the league. So, <laughs> so he's, you can see him get up and run around a lot. 
He's got skills, just not ones that really like line up to being good. I want to see IFG's beer league softball team, 16-inch softball team. I mean, yeah. like Rowdy Telez is Rowdy Telez has got to be on there. Yeah. You know, obviously well, Schwarber. Well, we wanted Vado. We were like, because if the Reds aren't going to have Vado, and, and like, let's just be fun. Who else did you have on that team last okay, week? So, yeah, my my whole idea is if if we're not going to try to be good this season, then we're going to call this a raise the babies season. And we're going to sign all the old fun guys that it'll really piss off people if they're wearing a Cubs jersey. So like Joey Votto, Andrew McCutcheon, get Dick Mountain back on the team for reasons. Oh, you know, just like any anybody that you can get that's going to be like a fun dugout dad <laughs> and, and put them all on the team. They won't be blocking any of the prospects from coming up. They'll be like, oh, my God, we got Andrew McCutcheon in center field. Sure, he's a lot of fun, but maybe we should teach PCA how to play a baseball game. And, you know, maybe we raise the babies and then maybe next year when we have a better free agent class, we can go spend money on baseball players. That, that team sounds like that commercial about being your parents. I, I had I had an idea in my head that I didn't get time to make before today, but I was going to make like a, a replica movie poster of the Expendables with like oh, Joey Votto yeah. in place of Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Well, Daniel, you know, can we, you put up Alfie Campos's uh, thing because I think that's important when people talk about um, Imanagua right there. He's not a one or two, which the Cubs desperately need. If you saw what the D-backs did in the postseason, literally running out two pitchers and then going bullpen game, I mean th- that that can work, but you need a one and two. And the thing that scares me right now is is the the ones that are left on the board are you know. Who knows if they're AA, like if you're going to get a Corbin Burns, or who knows if you're going to get a Yamamoto. It doesn't look likely right now. Glass now is now off the board. And so, I, you know, with if Justin Steele. If one or two Steel, is not available, you need to deal with a, a decent three. Uh, Justin and, Steele, I'm, I'm worried. That, I mean, he's pitched more than he's ever pitched before. We'll see how that happens. Maybe it doesn't affect him at all. But, I mean, it's not even close. He pitched more innings than he's ever pitched in his life. So, no, I, I, there is I'm, concern there. I'm totally not confident by what's going on right now. Like it, it oh, really. No. That's why it, I'm like, hey, let's just sign fun dudes. I'd be hey, a Joey Votto jersey. Hold on, I want to remind everyone on this podcast and everyone listening, everyone watching, we signed Craig Council. That <laughs> exactly that ten win manager. And, and the one thing that I learned from that is that the Cubs are now in on everything and they're going to spend a bunch of money and they're going to bring us a team this year because of Craig Council. I'm sorry. He knows how to draw blood from a stone. Yeah, except for IFG and I were both on this podcast arguing with the Brewers fan and the Reds fan about how that's not what's about to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I no, mean, keep in re- mind, though, that the Cubs generally do make moves later, if you remember, with Swanson. I mean, my whole Christmas Carol song last year was based on the fact that they weren't going to get any of the shortstops, and they got Swanson. Um, you know, when they when they signed um, uh, God Suzuki, Seiya, that was really late in the uh, um, offseason. I mean, that tends to kind of be Jed's M.O. Now, you know, it doesn't make Cub fans exactly that happy to see like the Dodgers literally slaying everything. And it's like, you know, you just sit there and you're like, are you going to get up? Are you going to get out of your seat, dude, make a phone call or something? But, well, you know, I'm tired. I am tired of eating cold leftovers. 
also, also, like, how is that going? You know, it's it's not going that great. You know, like we're not winning, so the, his methods stink just in practice. His methods got us not even a serious consideration from the best player in baseball. Yeah, he's like the Cubs. They're oh. like that. That that is a very unserious. T- time out, time out. He was considering the Angels too. I mean, honestly, the Angels really. Well, I mean, he was already there, though, and it's at least on the West Coast. You want to sit there and play another – literally, you have two of the best players on the planet on the same team, and they couldn't do jack shit. You want to sit there and continue with that inept organization? No, I feel he like didn't. That's why always, he didn't go there. It was he was literally he was literally like in his top four. Yeah, but I, but I, but I think he was sitting with the Angels for that entire span just watching the Dodgers and going, God, I wish I was over there. They were, you know, right next door, and nobody even knew who the Angels were. You know, it's just Dodgers out there, and I think he just wanted to be a part of that. The Angels were on the thing just to, I don't know. He, I was on a Japanese. I was on a. I was interviewed by a Japanese uh, news, uh, whatever, because it was. Um, God, this was when um, Shohei or Seiya got signed, and they were playing the Angels with Shohei and all that stuff, and, and Joe Madden was there against David Ross and all that stuff. And I got interviewed by a Japanese uh, news media, but I, I've never been able to find the clips of that. I thought it would be very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because they're probably, talking trash about you. you know, well, I was no. just going to say. Drunk American. <laughs> you don't <laughs> speak <laughs> Japanese. Like, that was the problem. They were very nice, and I thought, uh, you know, I, I thought I was pretty coherent. It was still relatively early in the day, and uh, – this is a good time. Did you did you try? I'm just saying this might have helped you out. Did you try to give them some alert and explain <laughs> Japanese history to them? Yeah, that always helps. <laughs> That's Ben Verlander's job. I, I I could easily tell I'm an ex- expert in Japanese history because of my time at Nisei Lounge. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I I do want to uh, talk about somebody that might be uh, on the team next year and because it sounds like they're, they don't want to trade him anymore. But I was watching the Dominican League the other day and freaking Christopher Morel made an amazing play that I tweeted out. It went super viral. Everybody saw it. Um, I'm just going to show it real quick. Um, I screenshot it. So, so he he runs from he's playing third base and he runs down the line uh pretty far into left field in foul territory catches the ball over his shoulder um just kind yeah, of like a, a Willie, Willie Mace Willie Mace style the and then gets the ball back in with a pretty weak looking throw but yay what are you going to do that but was all over the place too it was but he was he was really I mean, he's, he's over there. He's doing exciting things. It's uh, almost like if you give him a chance to play the position, he might be able to do some good things. And then, there. IFG, did you put this homer in here? Yeah, yeah, this was yesterday. Yeah, play the uh, homer. I'll play it. I'll play it. I got it here. Oh, sorry. Go for it. All right. Lanzamiento del zurdo. Conecta profundo. Largo, 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 largo. Por el desfile de una bestia, García. La puso a Marigi. Qué golpe ha 
hay tres carreras más para las águilas. Con ron del aeropuerto internacional del Cibao que se transforma en la terminal aérea más moderna del so, I absolutely want to go to one of those games. No one's there, which is something that I actually love. Is Let's do it next winter. Let's make it happen. Yes. Um, oh, hold on. Absolutely. Rant, yeah. rant, ranchers week. <laughs> Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to die. Doing if, hold on. Listen, I already did this once. Remember, I wanted Coco Loco to take us all around. And I and I put the kibosh on this before because I thought to myself, somebody's going to die. Like, we barely I, made it in Detroit. Years, it was years ago. Yeah, we've we been doing exactly, this for so we long. We made it out of Detroit. Crawley's right. We, <laughs> listen, I, last time I was in the Dominican Republic, I had to give my sunglasses to the guy who had my passport in his hand. He's like, those are some real nice sunglasses. I was like, yeah, they're yours, <laughs> sir. And I vowed never to go back. And it's just been that long enough of a time that I can do that again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I've forgotten, you know, uh, everything that happened. I am in, we got to start planning now though. Like this is yeah. something that needs to take that long. Uh, oh, just, you know, and, and I always hear about, you got to plan your funeral. Like, you got to figure out how you're going to ship your body back. Yeah, well, I, I always hear yeah, about these people doing stupid, like a cruise or something. Nothing could be worse. Let's go to fucking, let's go to the Dominican Republic. I mean, will I'm, Airbnb it? No, we, we, we will not do that. No, we're staying in real hotels. No, we'll, we'll stay with Coco Loco and the chickens like I did. That was great. Trust me. When I was going the wrong way down that one-way street, and, and that was incredible. I loved it. I can't um, get this guy to come to my house on Lake Geneva, but he sleeps in a chicken shack. Unbelievable. <laughs> Dominic Galoro says, we're already planning a trip to the Dominican Republic next year. Well, Dominic, just let us know which weekend and we'll, we're we'll going. There. We're going. We're going to. You we're and your wife, Dom, we're we're gonna, you're crashing with Dominic Galoro. It is whatever right. he's at. She's going to love that. You know, oh, great. I, you know, the ranchers I, are here. I do got to get rolling relatively soon, but I wanted to ask now that I'm on here, how many of you guys are really excited about that new um, spring training game that they're going to have with MLB? The uh, what are they calling it? The the, the prospect uh, pervert weekend. God, oh yeah, why do you gotta uh, ruin every the spring breakout? Spring breakout. Yeah, spring breakout. yeah I actually had that like in the notes. The futures game. That's what they used to call it anyway. Well, right? yeah, I mean, no, it's no, no, 25 no. It's... of the Cubs' best prospects are going to play 25 of the White Sox best prospects in Sloan Park when I'm going to be there. Each yeah. team, it's different than than what you were saying, IFG, because each team will put together a team and they'll have one game against it's in for some reason it's only seven innings. I don't understand. Yeah. But yeah, the the Cubs are playing the White Sox March 15th at Sloan Park. Uh, so if you're planning to go to spring training, if you're there on March 15th, you could go see the prospects. And it's and Crawley. Are you going to be there Crawley. then? Cool. I, I was lucked out because that was going to be my off day from games. I'm going Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and then all of a sudden this just popped up. I'm like, uh, more tailgating. Woohoo! <laughs> I I kept dying. <laughs> I definitely like this idea. Um, I almost feel like this should be what they do. I mean, they kind of, I guess they sort of do it with the Arizona Fall League. Yeah. But this is sort of what they do at the end of the year with that. But, you know, I wish they would do this over uh, All-Star break, 
right? You bring your prospects into, you know, it's the White Sox versus the Cubs. Back and forth each year. You let them play a game each at, you know, Comiskey and at Wrigley, and you just let them play. That would be cool because we got nothing else going on that week anyway. Yeah. Do it at the Field of Dreams game, too. That'd be cool. The the teams that well, go yeah. to there have their prospects. I mean, it, it's kind of neat because they're playing anyway at that time of year. It, you know, you just have your best 25 throughout your system. You know, you have guys from for the Cubs at Iowa, South Bend, you know, all, mm-hmm. all the teams. And cool. all the teams technically have a regional rival, right? Like, yeah. they've been doing that for the, uh, I don't know, the interleague rivals. So... You could set that up. Minnesota, well, I mean, I mean, Milwaukee. Doing it, cactus is playing cactus and, and grapefruit, grapefruit. But if your if your rivals in the same spring training league, yeah, right. But I, I'm saying if they did it in the middle of the season or, oh, or during uh, yeah, yeah. during the All Star break when we don't get any baseball, no, why I not have baseball. I'm going to try <laughs> that baseball sober for that game. I really think I want to pay attention to it. And Danny, you know, I usually like in the berm. I think I might try to sit in some pretty front. Yeah. I, I, I don't really like doing that usually, but this is like a different kind of game. So I want to kind of really be like present because like you don't care about the spring training games and the scores and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like most of the time you just are glad you're out of Chicago and getting some sun and, and drinking some beers. No, this is your chance to see all the kids up close. So that's yeah, I'm neat. excited about that. Well, um, and and it's across the levels too, you know, so it's not just uh, – the triple A guys are out there. And so, you know, you got four names and then you got the rest of the guys are just nobody's 21. Nobody's that you're never going to hear from. No, it's, it's literally, you got Pelicans, you got Smokies, you got, you know, Iowa Cubs, everybody's along the, the line getting to play together. That's awesome. All right. It's going to be fun, but Danny, I got to get rolling, but I yeah. do want to say to the ranters here, man, I'm, I'm, Hoping, I know Michael's going to be out there. I, I know that uh, Bill Sugas is going to be out there. John Pincus is going to be out there. But it, it always is a lot of fun, the caroling event coming up. Um, Danny and I walked the route. I had to twist this guy's arm to get him to walk down Clark Street with me. And uh, I think we had a pretty good time, and I think we talked to a lot of great bars. I think we got a lot of places we could potentially go, some new places in the lineup. The funny thing about it is as we're walking there, like, you know, I, I got this sh- – where I kind of try to, you know, hey, we're going to be coming by. And the guy's like, yeah, we remember you from last year, but we can't remember any of these guys, the the, the managers of the bars and shit. But we got some, I think we found some good places. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And Crawley, you're going to be there with your bullhorn kind of uh, leading the troops. You know, he's he's the general. He, he goes in there, he's like, turn that music down, we're about to sing. And then uh, we, we get to go. But yeah, uh, Saturday, December 16th at 5 p.m., we're going to meet over at Output. Michael, you're it's, coming, right? It's literally two days away. I'm yeah. so excited. This will be my first year. I mean, when I moved from Colorado to Iowa, I thought this is the thing that I'm going to get to do every year now. And I have not done it yet. Because of COVID and bad timing. Because of or COVID whatever. the first time. And then my fucking kid has like this jazz band. Thing. Oh, I remember the Christmas concert. You had to sit through freaking a horrible version of Ding Dong Merrily on high all night when we were having fun. Yeah. No, this it, is fifth, I mean, fifth one in person, and, and we've done one online. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and I always loved going to my kids' thing, but it always pissed me off that, like, I would find out about this, like, two weeks before that it was the same day. And it was just like, God damn it. 
argument. Well, I, I'm crawling. We're going to play you out here because we're as part of this commercial break, we're going to play your entry to the Cubs <laughs> caroling competition from last year, which, you know, and I agree with this. You were unfairly panned by your arch nemesis, Eric Wheelow, who just Wheelow. happened to be a judge. And he's going to be a judge this year, too. So I'm I'm expecting a good Wheelow clap back track. And I just might disqualify anything Wheelow has to say from here on in, you know, because like all, all fairs in love and or nothing's fair in uh, love and war. And I'm on you. I'm on your side this year. So um, but so we're going to play your song or at least part of it. Because uh, it is, it's three minutes like long. That might have been songs. your downfall. <laughs> yeah, that might have been your downfall. It's like the free bird of Christmas songs. Exactly. So we'll <laughs> we'll play a little bit of this. We'll take it to commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to play everybody's Cubs comp- uh, uh, Cubs Carol competition songs. We got a um a few of them. Pinkus. We got John Pinkus's is coming in hot. We got Sugus with two more songs. Seth with a with a shorty but a goodie. Uh, Dennis, our Cardinals fan friend, with a a diss track. I can pretty Chris much Solano. guarantee that one's not going to win, but hilarious. It was good. <laughs> it, is Sugus the most prolific Cub caroler ever? I, I, the guy is literally he, like the Bob Dylan of Cubs caroling. He's got a he Cubs caroling chair. Yeah. He's got a recliner. He sits in and just turns these suckers out. <laughs> He's like the Lieber and Stoller of, of his time when it comes to Cubs caroling. So <laughs> the the secret is that Sigus was doing this for years before the Sunranto show yeah, like, ever finally. even existed. He was just sitting in his chair singing uh Christmas songs to himself. So uh, over us ha- in the basement. Ha- ha- <laughs> ha- um yeah, see here's John Pickett saying we need Crawley's chutzpah for this event to be a success. I agree. So I'm I more more my, look at this. I'm I'm drinking propel water. I've been resting my voice up. I, I, this me, is me, me, me. right. I, I, because what ends up happening at this event is, is that I'm literally screaming in 13 bars, and by the time it's over, like my voice is just absolutely shredded for the next week. I, I sound like Marge Simpson. There's a picture of us doing it on the oh, on the I steps there. Yeah, we. I'm expecting a pretty big crowd this year too, so it should be fun. So, uh, well, we'll let you go, and I'll let you play yourself out with your awesome Christmas song from last year. But uh, we'll be right back to hear more Cubs carols. Later, Crawley. This one for you, Rangers. Twitter is filled with and Oh, what an season Tomorrow, then please, my cubs come. Biblical losses. 
intelligence spending. No Trishana, no Corellia, no Swan Song. But we have Ivy and Cosmics too. I think that's better than 300 million, don't you? Get much money, or plenty of love. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fans Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. Do you ever find yourself longing for long walks and talks about catcher metrics? How about a coffee or a run differential? Maybe a candlelit dinner dissecting what exactly is the curious case of Miles Masterboni? If you have, I have just the place for you. The Cubs PS Plus Podcast. Come join us. Cubs PS Plus, the Northside Numbers game, can be found wherever it is you get your podcasts. And on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all at Cubs PS Plus. The spin on the baseball metric, OPS Plus. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Welcome back. I want to show that I'm wearing my Morel Destroyer shirt tonight with uh, the kiss. This is from In the Clutch shirts um 10 percent off with code sunranto by the way if you shop it in the clutch they got they've got a bunch of great new otani shirts with him in the dodgers um dodgers blue kind of sad is it as good as this one <laughs> i don't think they could put team names on uh the in the, they don't have that license but they do have like the player stuff but they've got a lot of great otani shirts right there Right now, if you're interested in buying, you have a, a an in the clutch Otani shirt, don't you? IFG. I do. I have the two way player one. Looks like all manga e. It's pretty great. So, I, I was looking forward to updating it to a blue one, but alas. Uh, yeah. Corey yeah. Furlong says it might be raining Saturday night. I have looked at the weather. Uh, the weather it's supposed to be raining during the day and ending by six p.m. So we should be. Good to go for uh, the caroling. You never know in Chicago, and even if it is raining, uh, just you were Chicagoans. We're going out in the rain, <laughs> and just bring a raincoat. Uh, you know, have an umbrella. It's going to be warm too. It's going to be in the forties. I know that yeah, doesn't sound warm. 40s. Yeah, it won't be. It won't be raining hard. I mean, no, nah, we'll be fine. Um, we're not going to melt. 
So we have a lot of Cubs carols to get through here, but we're going to start with a positive one from Bill Suggis, who has entered again with Craig Council is coming to town. Check this out. Okay, gang. Admit I'm still a little embarrassed on the song from the podcast last night. So here's something which I could probably post to Facebook and not be suspended. Cards better watch out. The Brewers will cry, the Reds and the Pirates will lay down and die. Craig Council is coming to town. His lineup's lit, he's checking it twice, letting kids play, it's gonna be nice. Craig Council is coming to town. He's not like Grandpa Lossie, he has baseball IQ. He wins the Games Cup's pistol away, that's joy for me and you. Oh, cards better watch out. The Brewers will cry. The Reds and the Pirates will lay down to die. Craig Council is coming to town. <laughs> I love the one part about when the games that the Cubs pissed away. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. Um, uh, so the next one is from Seth. It's a short one and a sweet one. Uh, also from his car. So I like the car ones. They have an element of danger. Yeah, I think when I saw this one, somebody asked if he was uh, staying with Jurgo. <laughs> yeah, we had, we don't have one in from Jurgo yet. He said he wasn't in the Christmas spirit. And I'm like, please. Oh, what? Maybe he's just sick of beating everybody. He's like, this I is know it's, it might be better that he doesn't because somebody will get a chance to win. But still, yeah. I will be sad if Jurgo doesn't put in something. So here is Seth. There are already too many. 12 Days of Cubsmas parodies, but I thought I would add one more. At this year's winter meeting, Jed Hoyer gave to me no fucking players. That's it. That that That's the whole song. Merry Cubsmas. Go sign show. Hey, you bastards. <laughs> this is obviously before the Cubs didn't sign show. Hey, we, we still got no fucking players. And I think we, be, we might have to keep that... Uh, that drop around all <laughs> winter, unfortunately. <laughs> no fucking players. So uh, moving on. Great job, Seth. That was very funny. I, I lolled. Here is, um, how about we do Dennis's Carol? Okay. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah, funny. this is from Cardinals fan Dennis. Um, yeah. If you have kids. Sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say, if you have kids around, uh Tell them to, to travel right up next to the speakers. This is going to be good for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Outside the bros are puking and the Cubs are losing like chumps. And yes, the Ricketts are making another donation to Trump. My senses are telling me another century slump. All you trash-eating pigglies, wriggly is a dump. Fill a cup, feeling rough, what is up with the game as it goes? Nobody there knows. Cause they suck in a rut, so they're stuck in their guts until they explode. It's the shittiest show. And it smells like urine hell, cross style urinal piss. But you slobs keep farting and burping and barfing in bliss. The cup snake's leaking and the bros are sneaking a bump. Just a stock of the pigglies, wriggly is a dumb. <clears throat> Happy holidays, bitch. 
<laughs> I mean, not for nothing, but that is that is actually the best. That's, that's so the, good. <laughs> so far, it's the best one anybody's put in. Is, I I disagree. He's he's in there. And he's fucking wiggling around that stupid cardinal egg of his. <laughs> That'd be great if at the end it hatched into a cardinal that flew away. Then he'd you win. Know, the only the only thing he didn't have was tears. Just I expected him to start crying because you know, he, he he's so jealous of what we have over here. So, so jealous. Very funny though. Great great job, Dennis. He he no, may it be made a, me, it made me laugh a lot. He may be and, and all the everything he sings about is accurate too. Um, so I mean, that's the advantage of that. So John Pincus with always the oddest of choices. Um, so yeah, I think you're getting, I'll really get to enjoy this. Uh, and then, uh, we'll follow it up with Chris Salato's, which is just audio. I had a video of it, but, um, it sounds, the audio sounds better. So we'll do the audio, but, uh, here's John Pincus, um, with, uh, his. Two and three strikes you're out. New manager, new manager, new manager, new manager, new manager, new manager. Thus we were so full of hope, 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 so full of hope. Until old Tony will play in real LA. Bellinger looks to be a Blue Jay. Yamamoto will be following La Show and Juan Soto is a goddamn new York Yankee. Oh, what a shame. Ha, 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 ha. 
Wagnerian in its scope. What the fuck did I just listen to? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. always always my favorite every year, pretty much. The sleeper hit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What song was that? That was Carol. Uh, That was was Carol of the Bells and the Imperial March. Okay, good. I was fucking lost. Like I like we started Carol the Bells and then I'm like Darth Vader? Is he just singing this and making Carol the Bells sound like the Imperial March? And now I'm like, wait, was the Imperial March just a ripoff of Carol of the Bells? And my entire brain is Sounds having a whole existential crisis over here. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing because those two things don't go together, and yet he did a thing, and then... That must exist already. I'm guessing he didn't mix that, but he but to turn it into a Cubs parody, he did mix it. Unless he... Did, I don't know. John, if, if you're if watching, he, I don't look, know. Tell he mixed that shit into mixed the, that, yeah. the, the Imperial March. Holy shit. That was impressive. I was, uh, I was so lost in there. I'm like, Carol the Bells, I know where we're at. And then when he went to Imperial March, I, then I was just trying to figure out whether or not I was actually hearing Imperial March or if he was just singing it that way. So <laughs> oh, he says it existed the, before him. The next one is also outdate, that's outdated. Uh, although John's is not outdated because um, he had all the, um, unless, unless we get uh, Bellinger not on the Blue Jays, then it will be outdated. So this one's called Christmas Show. So, uh, right. this, and it's just audio only. So you got to use your imagination. This is Chris Solano. I don't want a lot for Christmas. I just want we'll a and- World Series. We'll, we'll add the I video. don't care about the others. Out there in free agency, I just want him for my own on the north side of Chicago. Tom, make our dreams come true. It's all I want for Christmas. I don't want a lot for Christmas. I just want a World Series. Show him. Don't care about the others out there in the agency. Don't want another barn park. Osmer or Trey Mancini. Fuck you. Rickets won't you make us happy. With Shohei on Christmas Day. We just want it for our own. On the north side of Chicago. That's right. Rickets, can you spend the money? Cause all I want for Christmas is Shohei. What's he doing with the instrumental? Oh, we get it fade out. All right. Oh, good. Very nice. Well, great choice of song too. I mean, that's just the number one Christmas song. I think. I mean, is it every year it goes number one? Everybody knows that song. It's a, it's a jam. 
It's a jam. Oh, it, look at us. We all we broke into dance. It really is. And if you don't have video, we will provide the video. Clearly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that for all the songs, but uh, I, I was willing to jump in there. Uh, but great job to Chris. And then we have uh, another one from Bill. I mean, the guy's a machine. He really is. So this is I'm He's so a machine that sits in a in a reclining chair. Which is technically a machine. It has a it just cranks out yeah. uh, songs. Yeah. So here we go. This is Bill with I'm So Fucking Bummed. <laughs> My final Shohei themed Cubs Miss Caroling song of the season. Come they told show I'm so fucking bummed. A baseball king I'll see I'm so fucking bummed. World's greatest fans we bring, I'm so fucking bummed. Cheer loudly for the king, I'm so fucking bummed. So fucking bummed, so fucking bummed. We would have honored him, I'm so fucking bummed. He didn't come. Not the Dodgers, I'm so fucking bummed. Also, shit fan base too, I'm so fucking bummed. The rich got richer, I'm so fucking bummed. They still need some pictures, I'm so fucking bummed. So fucking bummed, so fucking bummed. Why wouldn't he play for us? I'm so fucking bummed. Give me some rum. Give me some rum. Give me some rum. Rum chata. I was totally expecting a rum chata at the end there, but yeah, that's oh so good. Shout out real quick while I'm thinking about it to Captain Cubbo, who gifted me at the Club 400 uh christmas party uh he gifted me some captain cubbo horchata like it's like this puerto rican rum eggnog thing is delicious i absolutely loved it amazing um john pickett says to add that song to the printout for the caroling on saturday it's not a bad idea although i think crawley already did all the printouts so we might be a little late um on that so great job to everybody Last week is the last week, so get them to me by Wednesday if you could. Um, if you still want to enter, you mean you mean next week is the last week? Next week is the last week. You right. said last week is the last week. Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last week's last week. Next week is next week. Um, that is how it works. Next next week is the last week. Is what I can I, take you out of caroling on a high note if you like. No, wait, next week you, is the week one? that we're going to play them all and we're going to judge. Week. Yeah, next the week final, is the final yeah. week, the, not the last week. The, the, right, the final, final week. Is, is, so next week we will listen to all of these together with guest uh, hosts yeah. that will help us decide that Dennis is an asshole. <laughs> but <laughs> you've got one for us? I, I do. You. I just, I wasn't gonna, but like, we got dragged by the Cardinals and we we're moaning about how much we're sad. We didn't get Shohei. I just thought I'd bring a little bit of positivity. Oh, you got oh, some yeah. upbeat. All right. Let's hear it. We got in, in 
like Hamoipi. Mm. We all like that one, right? Mm-hmm. We've all been to Sunday school. It's great. Oh, come, Wrigley faithful, joyful and triumphant. Cheer, bleacher citizens, the Chicago Cubs. Nico and Swanson, Ian Happ and Justin Steele. Oh, come, let us root for them. Oh, come, let us cheer for them. Oh, come, let us adore. Him Chris Morrell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. That was where that is. Those are some pipes that were uh, well worked out in a church pew singing those songs. I already feel better. I I do. So um, there was there was some, there oh. was some feeling in there. I I I actually really did like that. Thank you. I wanted to say what the prizes are. First of all, you get it in the clutch shirt for the winner. Also, there's this cool poster from the London series. Uh, Cubs versus Cardinals. This $50 prize there. It's so cute, though. Look at the little bear guy. He's also not wearing pants, traditionally. The, the last prize, and I already, I, I think At I explained it long enough to cover. On last year's show, this is the, or last week's show. I just am having a problem with time right now. Like <laughs> 17 so, years ago. As, as Artie says, what you're looking at is, is now. now. <laughs> exactly. Well, this, <laughs> well, before I accidentally poked a hole in the Sean Dunstan uh, autograph, that was the prize. It still is the prize. But if you see, Sean Dunstan, no. Danny, how come every ranchers? time you get some sort of like autograph, whatever, you bust it? I don't know. I'm just that. <laughs> this is why I let see. It's just a little rip here. You can barely see it. You know what I mean? Barely see it. Just put that in a frame. You'll be fine. So, but this is the uh, the other prize. You get the in the clutch shirt. You get the Sean Dunstan poked a hole in autograph. You get the the uh, uh, poster. Um, but I also have an announcement about another prize, which is the um, the the uh, project uh, warning track that we're going to do the fashion design competition, and, and we're good. This, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk more about this later. By, by the way, I got the the jersey today. Yeah, or it was actually cool. yesterday. Yeah, and the first thing Emily said was, "What is he doing? We are going to be there." <laughs> like why didn't he just hang on and give it to us when we get there i don't know i was uh, i was doing stuff i didn't think of it but here's but i went to the club 400 christmas party and at the club 400 christmas party was mike talkman we sang him a frosty the snowman parody but i got him to sign the mike talkman 5 5xl jersey so now the prize for one of the prizes well this is at least one of the prizes for the, Wait, show us, show us the signature there, Danny. All right, right there. Oh, that looks great, Mike Talkman. Right there, it's did, a silver pen. Did he mention that it's the most room he's ever had to sign his name? <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, this would be. I, somebody was saying, I think it was Crawley actually was saying that would be a great size to frame. So, if you ever wanted to frame a jersey. Uh, that would be a good size frame. So now this is uh, the. If you ever wanted to frame a number forty Cubs jersey, 
of course, Mike Talkman is the guy you were thinking about. First one you came to mind, of course. <laughs> so um, anyway, that's part of it. I have a couple of announcements. Thanks, Carrie Meyer, for the postcard stamps. She sent me a Christmas card, and it had postcard stamps in it, so I could send more messages of love and doom to all of you. So thank you, Carrie. Happy birthday, John Pincus. And also, Bleacher Jeff's birthday is tomorrow, so if you talk to him, um, well, wish him happy birthday. Cubs caroling at Output, of course. There is a Facebook invite for it. If you want to join up on it, go check that out. It's on Facebook. Look up Cubs caroling. I think we're probably the only one. Um, also, I wanted to <laughs> – Problem. Can you imagine we go out there one time and there's this bizarro group with a bunch of other weird songs? Um. Well, so, it is close to Boys Town. The um, yeah, somebody's going to be singing. You can vote for me for best theater designer in the city, and it's the Chicago Reader. They have a best of every single year. I've been nominated, and so I would love it if you'd vote for me, and also for uh, Trapdoor Theater and all the theater categories that were nominated best theater best place to see a play uh the pragmatists is a play we did that i did sound for that got nominated so kevin webb is an actor in that so please you know vote for us it helps us good publicity go to the chicago reader best of 2023 there's a ballot um it's this weird long address but i just dropped the link in the chat if you are in the chat um next Week is the final show of the year. Prizes, chance galore. We're giving away the chance prizes. We're giving Amazon prize of the month. Hell, let's just get Patreon prize of the month. Uh, we'll do an extra one of those. You win an extra in the clutch. We're just going to give away stuff and sing songs. So stop on by because that'll be a fun live show. Um, if you normally listen to us as a podcast or you watch us later, maybe uh, you, you know throughout the week. Uh, maybe that'd be a fun one to show up for and bring your friends because we're going to have a lot of fun. And send in your entries to the Cubs caroling competition. Uh, it's my favorite thing that happens because it's just – it makes me laugh and it's – we're having it, a good time. It, it's so much fun. And you – if you're nervous about sending in a song, we played you Crawley's song tonight. So don't be nervous anymore. <laughs> Uh, and you know, no, it, it, it's honestly, it's fun. You got to be able to laugh at yourself and that's what this is about. And it's about, because you're laughing at yourself. We're all laughing with you. We promise not at you and everybody, trust me, are always impressed when you do it. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you sing a song and you're like, it was terrible. And, and other people may agree that it was terrible. But when you actually, but like people are like impressed that you were, you had the balls to get it out there and put it up there because everybody just feels like they want to do that. Be that person. It's Be all the about the confidence of the delivery and the performance. That, that to me is 99% of it. That, well, and then the lyrics, that's another 75%. <laughs> right. I know that's 174%, but still. Um, so Danny, New math. I don't know if I missed this earlier, to be fair, I wasn't watching. Did you actually talk about the club 400 thing? Not really. Um, we can That's talk. What I thought. 
Yeah. Why no. don't you tell us a little bit about that since you talked about the Talkman? It was thing. fun. Mike Talkman was there. He's just a boring baseball dude who thinks about baseball all day. <laughs> he left about 8 o'clock. Um, I talked. Uh, I saw everybody. We sang through the Cubs carols. Had a great time. This was more about the, the people that uh, are part of Club 400. They gave away a surprise to somebody uh, who was having trouble financially. They gave uh, every everybody's ticket price went towards that person uh, who is a nice. member of the Club 400 group, and so that was really nice. And they do something every year that's uh, you know that's the for one of the f- surprises was when everybody pitched in for my guitar. So that ended up get, being given to me at the Club 400 event. Yeah, Club, um, Club 400 is a is a great organization, and not only do they do those things out at Stewart's house, but they've expanded into uh, taking people to Wrigley for a Wrigley field game during the summers. Uh, I don't remember how many they did this year, Danny, maybe, you know, like, but it was, it was two or three, four. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, but last couple of years they've done a bunch, but yeah, they take people who, just feel like they aren't going to get that opportunity to go. That's just one of the things. Big deal. That's, that's a, yeah, that's a cool like public thing that they've done. But the, really the biggest thing that they've done is raise nearly a million dollars for a bunch of different charities. And the, one of the biggest ones was Joe Madden's event where I got to sing Hey Jude to him. And um, that was, yeah, they're, they're closing in on a million. They're going to do it soon. So that's, that's really cool. Um, all right. Well, we, we got to move along here. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, TFCs, to then two chance winners. And also, I saw that you put where we're going on our trip to the Dominican Republic. So I saw said in the comments that uh, that our buddy here is going to Punta Cana, which is as far east as you can get without hitting water in the Dominican Republic. Um, so Punta Cana is all the way over here on the east, and I just put dots here on uh, on the map to show where the different stadiums are. So the closest one to Punta Cana is that orange dot there. That's where the the Toros del Este play. Um, then there's uh, the next closest is in San Pedro de Macorís. That's uh, the Estrellas. That's where like Fernando Tatis Jr. plays on that team. Um, Santo Domingo has the stadium that has the Tigres de Lice and, uh, the, uh, the Leones also play in that ballpark. Yeah, they share. And then up further north, uh, that red dot there is the Gigantes del Cibao. And in Santiago is, uh, Estadio Cibao, which is where, uh, Christopher Morel and the other Aguilas Cibaeñas play. So it's, it's about a four hour drive from Putacana to get to Santiago. Um, I, I think usually people just go by plane. Yeah. And that's where, when, when I went to the Dominican Republic, it was 2015. And yeah. when that was our farthest aflung, uh, stadium that we went to. And so we stayed now, we actually went to the Aguila stadium twice. Oh, nice. Um, because really we, we went once in the night when we got there and once in the daytime, when uh, we left the next day, because we stayed um, in this, well, it, it was kind of like a chicken shack. I mean, it was, <laughs> really, I mean, it didn't have a, a flushing toilet. Like there was water that you flush the toilet with and stuff. Sure. And like, I slept on top in my clothes on top of the, the uh, 
bed just because I've I've had issues in places like that, but I've slept a lot of messed up places. And Look, I've slept in barns. You can't scare me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. To be fair, it was San Francisco that got him worse than uh, oh, oh, the yeah. Dominican Republic. Oh, no, I got lit up by bed bugs in San Francisco. That was a freaking <laughs> dump. I mean, never stay above a bar. Let's just put it that way. So this place was actually, I think, above a bar in Santo Domingo, or in, uh, <laughs> it was just to the north of Santiago de los Caballeros. But yeah, they've got a big eagle out front of the, of the ballpark. Beautiful. And uh, no, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, I would love to do it. I, as I went around, the season was over when I went around. So all I did was photograph all the ballparks. I'll bring those on the show sometime and would my best pictures of those ballparks, all these empty stadiums. There's like cats walking around and stuff like that. So, all right, well, let's TFC out of here and then uh, take some chances. uh, Pick some chances. I I got this one for Cubs caroling. Uh, so I, I shared on Twitter. I said, hey, Cubs caroling Saturday. Meet it output, blah, blah, blah. Cubs hymnals provided. It got all the information there. And C profile or North Sideer said, meh, Ricketts don't care. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't think it was for him. Ricketts can come. He's invited. It would be pretty amazing if Ricketts did actually show up and he's like, I don't like this. Please stop <laughs> Yeah, like he actually did care. Yeah, we're literally like the Who's in Whoville that keep singing even when uh, the Grinch has stolen all their presents. Oh my god, <laughs> that is seriously what's happening this year with Cubs caroling. We are the Whovilles and Who having a good time regardless, and for free. It is a free right. event too. So, That's oh, what he was like about it is he couldn't charge us $47 to be there. We even stole the paper from Crawley's school. Like, we we paid for nothing. <laughs> well, actually, Ricketts loves that because, you know, he, he enjoys stealing taxpayer money. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, um, yeah. All right. So, I have this amazing TFC. So, we... We, um, well, you, there was a an ad for writing about the San Francisco Giants, and it was on Twitter, and I responded to it. And what I said was, can I work from home in Colorado? There's no way I can afford to live in the Bay Area. That was March 12th, 2019. On December 12th, 2023 Mookie franchise says just drop a tent in downtown San Francisco. Everyone's doing it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? What? It is the weirdest thing to get a like I never go on Twitter. So when I go on there's a there's a notification and this dude was responding to something that is now That's, 4 years old. It's cuz it's a bot. Got to be a bot. It might be a bot, but why would it be responding to anything? And why would it be named Mookie Franchise instead of like Joe eight seven nine five six two eight? True. Yeah. True. My well, my my thing is, it's that is such an old. It's from March of twenty nineteen. It is before the world died. That is that is somebody just. Yeah. 
Just searching was, the area and responding to anything that makes them mad. Yeah, maybe, I just thought it was amazing that maybe they had updated their app in a while. Like they just <laughs> maybe they just picked up their phone and they're like, oh, I haven't opened Twitter in five years. Let me see. In five years. And then he started screaming yeah. and ran off of a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything, IFG? Uh, this guy's a cub. <laughs> yeah. But he's not. He's an, he's an Iowa cub. He's just, I, I'll take it. We're going to see him. We're going to see him, and we're going to cheer. You um, know, IFG, there is a... a delightful uh, month and a half in the spring. That's all I got. There's, there's an airport in Des Moines. I can yeah. meet you there. We could we, we could take you over to see Jorge Alfaro dance at Magic Mike's in uh, the suburbs of Des Moines. Oh, I, for, I forgot I had these TFCs. Let me throw these out here real quick because when Morell made that great play, it was met with a lot of love and a lot of hatred too. And the people who don't like to have their picture in their profile were out in force. Um, on this one. These are some angry people. Yeah, so they say Bob Snowden says, but when did, but when he did, you could count on at least one bad throw every game. Terrible accuracy, but that can improve. I think Council has him penciled in at 3B. And then no picture James Plunkett says struggles with routine throws though from third. Liability there, unfortunately. And then no picture James Plunkett also said because earlier in the year before he got called up, everyone was just focusing on the homers and not realizing he was still making errors on basic plays. Love Morrell. Don't let a circus play mitigate the rest. And um, then a guy who's into, um, what are those called? Uh, that would be Curious George. Oh, that's Curious George? Yeah. <laughs> Horner Burner 2 says, but can he feel the ground ball and throw it to first? I am at this point. I'm already just convinced that these are David Ross's burners. Right. Well, in in my (laughs) remind everyone, uh, Chris Bryant threw the ball to the wrong side of first base every single time his entire rookie year. He He damn near threw away the winning throw of the World Series. He fell on his ass and barely made the throw. (laughs) Yeah, he almost got Rizzo killed. 15 times every game. Yeah. (laughs) Somewhat truth said that playing outfield need to see something on a hot ground ball towards the third baseline. This is just outfield play. So this guy apparently does not like it. But he was on third base. He's made a play from third base. And you run all the way to the outfield and make a catch. And he's like, then you no longer become a third baseman. Yeah, but then I, I realized what Somewhat Truth was kind of talking about because if you look at his Twitter profile, he, he tells you all about himself. He <laughs> says, a professional at bad takes. And so I actually tweeted back to him his 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 profile and said, uh, There we go. You know, there you go. I understand your comment now, sir. Um, there was one person that had it right, though. It says, I've watched pretty much every game he's played at 3B in winter ball, and he's done quite well. A few throws that could have been better, but overall pretty solid. I think he has two errors, and they both were when he played short. Yep. So, and, Bart, and, Bart, you know, Bart. If you remember, he started the season out there in left field. They moved him to shortstop, and then they put him on third base. I really do just feel like they were, like, toning, like, down his arm to – 
do that. Like, if that makes sense, they were like, we're going to put you here and then here. And now we're just going to park you on third base. You're doing good there. So we're just going to keep you right there. Yeah. And and I keep hearing rumors about this first base thing. And I just don't think it's a real thing that exists. Yeah. I was going to say for anybody wondering about the first base thing that Jed Hoyer uh, brought up. I think uh, Ken Rosenthal made it up or something. I don't know. I don't yeah, freaking he is know. Not Who reported on that first? Whoever it is, flog them. Yeah. He has not played first base at all in not one the time. DR, but uh, according to Jordan Bastion, the Cubs have sent a a coach to the DR and pregame every day they work on first base stuff. Yeah, I did hear that pregame thing. Is Which, what does that mean? All it is, so no, you're working wait, on... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. David Ross isn't here to shuffle him around to a different position every game, so we got to send somebody on purpose to fuck up his head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to ruin this we, we, we can't let him get too comfortable at third base and, like, make him think that he's got a position. We just got to send somebody there whose only job is to fuck him up. I feel like this is, like, uh, like Little League, right? Like, you have your first baseman... But then you know, like, you have to rotate that guy out at some point. So then you've got, like, two other kids that stand over there. And then. Because their dad you know, is going to punch you in the face if he doesn't. Or Yeah. So, like, you know, they hit the ball and the guy picks it up. He throws it to first base and the guy catches it. And then he rotates to the back of the line. And then Chris Morrell gets up there and he gets to get, make one catch. And then he goes to the back of the line. I feel like that's what we're looking at here. Yeah, well, and also, like, people don't realize that they, they in that league, they want to win these games. Like, it's important to yeah. them. They're getting paid. They're, they're I know it looked like there was nobody in the stands, but there are oftentimes on the weekends people in the stands and partying Absolutely. and rocking. Those are big games. Well, so, Wednesday afternoon. Come on. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, share my screen because hashtag chance in the chat. It's your last chance to win two chances we're giving away tonight. We're doing a double drawing because I screwed up last week. So here we go. I'm drawing number one. A lot of people in the chance tonight, just how God intended. Except for God didn't never intended we did this. Dominic again. The mailman. There is a God. The mailman delivers. Um, Nice. He not only he's going to get this, but Danny, make sure you put in there that he needs to return a postcard. With instructions about where to find their, uh, you know, the place that he stands. The resort in Punta Cana. We're yeah. all going there. Here we go. We're drawing again. Do, it can't do, be the do, same winner twice, right? No, it can't. Well, you can have it be that way, but I put it that it cannot be that. And Lisa Cram. Yay, Lisa! California. Congratulations to you. And so we've got two winners. Of, of the- Lisa Cram was my seat. Was my seat. Wait. She's, she- I was her Secret Santa last year. Okay. Yeah, Secret Santa's going on. Um, I just sent my gift today, in fact. Oh, cool. My, um, my Secret Santa guy should have gotten his gift. I haven't heard that he got it, but I hope he got it. Right. I, I have ordered mine, and I will never see it. So I hope it gets where it's going. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that today. I'm like, how do I know when they got it? You know, I won't because it's just being sent. To be fair, though, I ordered it uh, from camera. So 
Mm. I at least have someone I can yell at <laughs> if it doesn't get there. If it doesn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the show. I don't think we're going to do a post show. And I mean, you guys can go on, but um, I, I feel like I'm losing my voice. No, I'm, I'm dead. I got it. I'm going to be on the Waddle and Sylvie show tomorrow. So listen to that. I'm going to be singing my song. That's why I want to just kind of call it a night here. But um, how are you going to sing Fuck the Cardinals live? Very are carefully. F, F the Cardinals or like. No, I've got I got dance or? moves planned. Um. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, Thank I'm, God it's a, it's a radio show. I've got the beat. Ver- yeah, exactly. I've got. There will be a live live audience. It's going to be a restaurant that I can make an ass of myself in front of. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I've got the beeped version of the song, and so I just won't say that one word while I'm singing the song. But there will be a beep that will. Oh, and I actually changed the lyrics a little bit from what I gave. I I thought of a better line. Um, so we can go on in this. Uh, so I go. Uh. But uh sorry, this is the wrong one. I guess but, <laughs> it goes up. But but bunch of haters can't spell traitor. All their pictures are old. You can take the cardinal way and shove it up your poo holes. Oh, much better. Yeah, right. Love it. Got the poo holes in there. So, all right. Uh, I'm going to play a song. Okay, you didn't have to explain that, Danny. I think we all got it the I first know. time. But I appreciate you being very clear what the joke was. Hey, good night, Danny. <laughs> good, night. good night, Danny. No, uh, here's uh, here's Fuck the Brewers. Here's uh, uh, the follow-up to that last one. Uh, thanks Spagog. For, Spagog, thanks for tuning in. Spagog, everybody. Spagog. Fuck the Brewers. Fuck the Brewers. Stole their manager, Craig. Coffees have got him down from Wisconsin, our side of the lake. Times are rocky in Milwaukee, their window's gonna shut. Ryan Braun's a cheating jerk, and Christian Yelich eats butt. Fuck the Brewers, fuck the Brewers, Cup fans come to your state. 94 to Wrigley North, their bills are getting paid. It's a place with sausage races, just a two-hour drive. The Brewers are going down like Bernie goes down his slide. Yeah.